Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Simone Molesses. Simone is founder of Joy of Business and a serial entrepreneur with co-ownership of Castillo de... I cannot pronounce this. Simone, how do we pronounce this? A castle in Italy, let's say that. <laughs> okay. Castle in Italy, a luxury semi-private residence in Italy, three antique stores in Australia, and El Lugar, an eco-retreat in Costa Rica. She is renowned for her refreshingly honest, vulnerable, and dynamic approach. Three things that I love about people. She's authored Joy of Business and Getting Out of Debt Joyfully and co-authored Relationship, Are You Sure You Want One? Thanks so much for joining me today, Simone. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. Thank you for having me. I like the way you chuckle at the last one. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great title. Uh, yeah. And it's a good question. <laughs> so Something I ask myself every day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So <laughs> I get that. Um, so you say there are questions that we need to ask in our business every day. And I'm wondering if you can expound on that. What questions? Why? What are you thinking? Yeah. Okay. So mainly it's about being in question is what I would say, instead of going to, you know, the expectation or the projection of what you're, you know, what is going to show up for your business today. But if you're in question, like one of the uh, tools of access consciousness we would talk about is like the four tools of creation is asking questions. Because if you ask a question, it opens up like a whole lot of doors. And then you have, you know, a lot of choices. So once you choose and there's all these possibilities available, and then it's about also receiving contribution. So my, my suggestion is any question is a good question because if you're going, if you're waking up and going, okay, this is what's going to happen today, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't give anything or anyone, including the universe, a chance to actually contribute to you in a different way. I mean, for example, one of my antique shops yesterday, we had this big um, Santa Claus actually flew into the village in a helicopter last night. So <laughs> there was these carols, et cetera. Now we usually shut the shop at uh, about four o'clock in the afternoon, but we asked a question, do you think we should stay open? And it was like, we, went, we all went, yeah, we get yes. So we had these chocolates and we decorated the shop and we stayed open till eight o'clock and we sold like a whole bunch of stuff. So if we were not in question, we would not have done that. And so many people have these expectations and projections of their business rather than, hey, business, what is it that you would like today? Like, where can I put my energy today? I, I love it. Um, I, curiosity and discovery are, are, you know, it's one of my favorite things. So I am totally with you on this. I think being in question is a fabulous thing. Is there... Um, it feels like we don't do that because we think we know already, like, you know, 
people know how their business runs. And so they're not necessarily curious about what else is possible. Is that fair? Yeah. I know. And the funny thing is, it's sort of like a cliche because we do know. But what we what what I see shows up, Diane, is we know because our knowing is so quick. Like you know, you know, you know, you know. You go. I mean, we literally went. Should we open the shop? Yes. Okay, let's go. But then people put that knowing into thinking, and the thinking I get is what destroys everything because then they yeah. start thinking about it, and that's when they start making it. You know, all the pros and the cons. And again, like I said, the projections and the expectations and the judgments rather than your knowing is so quick and your knowing has no judgment, but your thinking does. And if we came out of judgment, there'd be so much more available. I know I actually soft stalked you and I saw one of your videos of selling doesn't work, curiosity does. And I think that's brilliant. <laughs> it's oh, true. thanks. <laughs> well, see, you and I are of like mind. Just be curious, right? Yeah. I yeah. Know. I mean, that's, even if you look at that, the energy of that, and I'm so much about the energy of something as well. Like if something doesn't feel good, don't do it. Yeah. If something, you know, if, if it feels, it feels weird, just change it. Like choose something different. But for me, that's in the question too. Okay. So what else is possible here? What else can I choose here? You know, there's so many different, different possibilities available. And if you are in question, there's doors opening left, right, and center for you. Like you do not have to do your business all on your own. You don't have to do your life all on your own. It's like, there's a lot of different, you know, contribution, whether it's from people, you know, the earth, it's like everything is available. You got to be in question and ask. Well, and you have to believe that there are possibilities. True. Yeah. Because, well, actually something I was talking about the other day is my perception is that your point of view is one of your greatest potencies because if you have a point of view i can't make money today the business is a failure that's what you'll create literally yeah, yeah. If you have a point of view i've got this i'm i'm going to step outside of my comfort zone i'm going to have way too much fun and i'm choosing something different here that is what you'll create like your life your business your money flows is where it is at right now because of your choices so what else can you choose? What else do you know? Right, exactly. I love that. I mean, it really is a choice. Um, and it's interesting for me. I, I, I want to sit on this for a minute because one of the things that I'm hearing is that you know, so mm. go ahead and make those decisions. Um, you know, which is like cutting to the chase instead of stopping and evaluating and considering and, and thinking and all of that. Um, does it always work that way? I was going to say, let me give you an example of what, um, and, and, this, and this, it's a fine line, like the way you just described that I think is true, right? But there's a but because <laughs> people go, oh, I know. I mean, if you look at the basic things of like when someone calls you and you go, I knew you were going to call. So people are so willing to acknowledge these small things. But what if you acknowledge that you know so much more? So and then, as you said, then you go into making these decisions. OK, did you actually follow your knowing or did you start going to what was acceptable? What was based on judgment? What was based on projection sort of thing? My one of the tools I use is what's the worst case scenario here? And one of the antique shops I opened up was in uh, in Queensland, in Pridgian Beach. And it was during, you know, COVID. In Queensland, no one was allowed in or out. We were on lockdown so much, all that sort of thing. And this shop opened up. 
and it was a really good position. And I sat outside of it and I went, this is crazy. And I was like, you know, should I do this? And I sat there and I looked at the shop and I asked it questions and I went, what's the worst case scenario? Oh, it doesn't work. And it's a tax deduction. And I went, okay, cool. I handle that. So that's what I look at. It's like, can I handle that? Yes. Okay, let's go. And now it's, I mean, it was open in July, 2020 and it's still here and it's, you know, we were busy last night. So yeah, it's working. So I think yeah. it's, it's a place of, of don't, don't, don't make your knowing into this big monster that has, that is covered in limitations. Keep up. You've got to ask questions every moment, like every nanosecond. Cause you, a lot of the times, like when you ask a question, it'll guide you in a certain direction, but instead of going, that's the direction, that's where I must head. It's like every day it's like, Oh, okay. Is this still working? Will this still create something greater? Because it may have led you somewhere, but then, Oh, look over here. There's something else that's going to lead you to something even greater. So it's not like cutting off your awareness. It's always being in, in, in your awareness. Right. Because sometimes things, um, I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday about it runs its course, but if you're not right, but if you're not in, in curiosity, you can stay in a certain situation much longer than you necessarily should, because you're just not asking the question, is this still serving me? You know, am I still serving it? You know, what am I getting out of it? That sort of thing. Well, if you look at relationships, I mean, how many, imagine if everybody married the person, the first person they had sex with, because that's because that's what they did. You weren't in question. <laughs> it's like rather than yeah. like, um, okay, maybe I should choose something different. You know, what if your whole yeah. life you're like, and you didn't judge yourself. That's the thing. Because how many, I mean, I see so many people avoiding like possibilities based on, oh, what if I fail? What if I fail? What if this doesn't work? What if it doesn't? Did you gain a lot of awareness? Like right. I in business have, you know, I've lost money. I've made money. I've had to shut companies down. I've opened them. I've, do- I've done all of it. And it's all being so joyful for me. And yet some of them, this reality would say I failed. Those, right. those situations, oof, did I gain a lot of awareness? And I am who I am today because of that. Like, it's not what you did yesterday. It's like, what are you going to do today? Are you going to stand up and dust your knees off and, and keep moving forward? Or are you going to keep talking about what did not happen rather than knowing you can choose something different? Yeah, I, I'm so in agreement with this. And will you talk some more about this whole judgment thing? Is it, um, is it really, you know, judging ourselves? Is it other people judging us? Is it a, is it a combination? I think it's, um, it's yes, yes, yes. All of the above and more. <laughs> but I, I, I would say too, it's like, uh, like a friend of mine, Gary Douglas, he's the founder of Access Consciousness. And he said years ago, when he realized that judgment was nothing but this big black dark hole, he made the demand of himself that he would never judge himself again or anybody else because it never creates anything greater and I have looked at that so much because when we judge we stop what can show up we literally like it's like being stuck in the mud I mean if you look at a classic example so many people will wake up in the morning and judge their bodies as you judge your body does it change no you just get more of what you judge if you judge your you know your bank account that it's got no money in it does more money show up 
no it just it sits there and it, it you create this separation with it like judgment will always create a separation so if you come out of judgment and be in question and be really and that's where the vulnerability comes in it's like if i'm going to be vulnerable with this it's like then then what else can show up like what else is truly possible and right. taking you you know out of judgment and i mean a little quick story there was uh i was uh the worldwide business coordinator for access consciousness for 18 years. And I, I love business. Absolutely love it. And at one stage I rang Gary, uh, the founder. And I said, Hey, I, I can't do this job anymore. And he said, why, what's going on? And I said, I can't handle the judgments. And he said, okay, talk to me. What's, what's going on. And I said, there was these three women in particular who I perceived were my friends. And for me, a friend is not about judging you. Right. <laughs> and, and I kept hearing these things that they were saying about me. And I was like, I was dumbfounded, Diane. I was, I was like, wow, why would they say this stuff about me? So I, I said, and he said, okay, here's what I want you to do. And this is such a valuable tool, Diane. I have used this so many times is he said to me, I want you to look at their lives and what they're creating. And I went, okay, not based on judgment, just and look at what they're creating, look at what they're choosing. He said, now I want you to have a look at your life and what you're choosing and what you're creating. I went, okay. So I looked at that and he said, are they judging you or are they judging what they have not chosen and might never choose? Wow. And it was so powerful and potent because I realized I was about to quit the job that I absolutely loved based on these three women judging me to try and make myself smaller so that they wouldn't judge me. That's a level of insanity I'm not willing to choose anymore. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brene Brown puts it perfectly in, in that one of the videos that she does on vulnerability when she says, you know, when you're on stage, you're going to get judged. Yeah. But it's like, but look at who's judging you. Oh, the people in the audience with the popcorn in their hand, you know, it's like, why would you ever stop yourself based on other people's judgments? Because judgment is not real. It's literally designed to, you know, create these limitations and create separation and, and like a, this energy of rejection of you and everything that you can be. So if you can soar above any of the judgments, I mean, especially got around this time of year too, when you've got family and everything, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, let's, you know, let's, let's make that demand of ourselves that we be more, we can be more by your choice. And so, um, when it comes to making decisions about your business, mm -hmm. um, I, I guess I'm thinking about people who make decisions because they think it's what they're supposed to be doing with their business or someone tells them, like a lot of people are influenced by other people's suggestions and ideas. Yeah. Okay. So how can they be in question to get to whether this idea is really right for them and their business? If that question even. Yeah. I look, yeah. And I think it goes back to what we were, were referring to with your knowing. Um, look, my father was an accountant and this is a little example and I adored my dad. I thought he was just brilliant. And I also thought he knew everything. And he was the one that said to me, Simone, you need to go speak to another accountant. You're doing business internationally. That's not me. You need to go speak to somebody else. And I sort of looked at him like, what? You're my dad. You're an accountant. Don't you know everything? 
Yeah. And he showed me, okay, there's so many people out there in the world who can give you information, but he was like, you have to choose what you know. So then I was delusional and thought, you know, that all lawyers and accountants knew everything a long time ago. Since then, I very much learned they don't. <laughs> so it's like, okay, but listen to them all. And if you, and you, if you practice like just anything, right. Cause it's, it's, to me, it's not about getting it right either. It's, it's about having the freedom. And cause if you're trying to get something right, it's like, then you're trying to, you're sort of almost judging it into uh, fruition and you're cutting off a whole lot of your awareness. Whereas most mm. people would rather be right than be free. So if like, yeah. if you listen to everyone and I'll notice, I'll go, Oh, that piece, that piece, that piece, like, there's this guidance from the entirety of the world. If you listen, educate yourself, read something, you know, talk to somebody who's more successful than you, ask them questions. And for me, it's like this ping, you know, it's sort of like there's all these possibilities up there in the air. And then something's like almost like bold and italic and goes here and you go, oh, that. And then ask a question. Oh, if I put that into action, you know, where would the business be in five years time? You know, would this create something greater? Two really simple questions. And it's like, and then the last piece of this though is Diane, you actually have to choose. <laughs> like I probably made more bad choices than most people have chosen. So many people <laughs> on the sidelines and thinking about it rather mm. than just choose. Like, like I said before, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Choose. And, and part of that growth, like for me, I mean, if you look at so many really successful um, uh, business people, most of them have been bankrupt, you know, Right. <laughs> like they've, they've been there, done that. And it's like, yeah. but it's all part of the journey. It's, I don't, to me, business is not about getting it right. To me, business is so much about, for me, what can I create in the world that makes a difference? Yeah. For me. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, and I, and I use the uh, worst case scenario thing all the time. I'm really glad that you brought it up because <laughs> what, and I use it with my kids a lot and, and it ends up being what I end up saying to them is if it doesn't kill you and you don't lose a limb, how bad is it really uh, yeah. the potential, right? So just go do it and yeah. learn from it. I, cause I think that's another key thing that you're talking about is learn from the experiences because then they're never failures. It's yeah. just growth. Well, one of the sayings I actually, I, you know, it's, it's, you know, like when, I don't know about you, but at school, I was like, people used to tell me school is the best years of your life. And I was like, are you kidding me? If this is the best years of my life, then I, I want out because I did not like school. Yeah. And I, I just, I was so, you know, when you're so different, I mean, my whole life and you're like, do I really have to fit into this? Because I don't fit, you know? And on my pencil case, every year for about the last four years of school, I used to write in big letters because it helped me every day. Imagine what you'd do if you knew you couldn't fail. Oh, yeah. Because to me, it's and it's an old saying. I don't know where yeah. I got it from. But it's like it, it's people stop themselves because they've decided they might fail. But if there was no failure in the world, because there's not. I mean, no day, not one day of your life do you go to bed at night going, well, that day worked out exactly as I thought it was going to work out. Yeah. Like, like that, you know, it's like the, the, the adventure of living is in the question and is in the, oh, what next? What next? Oh, look, over here, over here, over here. And, and it's not going to show up the way you think it's going to show up. And anything that you make more significant, which money is a huge thing. People will make money more significant and mean 
mean more than it is. Money is just money. Like money is not the source of creation. You are the source of creation. So you get to choose to receive money or not receive money. You get to choose to wake up happy or not. You know, that's your choice. So you know, choose. The world's best known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast. It's funny because we were just talking about this the other day, too, that um, it's that old stick song. When, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I think about that all the time because people literally get uh, paralyzed and can't make a decision and don't realize by virtue of not making a decision, you have made a decision. Yep. Yep. And typically it's not going to move your business forward. No, no, I know. And it's like, oh, oh gosh. I mean, how many businesses, how many businesses could be so much greater? And, And when I say greater, it's not just about the money in the bank account. I mean, it's like more ease in your world and you could yeah. actually have more fun and more joy with it based on like the receiving of something greater. Like we've got, like I, I mentioned, one of the shops that we have is in this village and it's a really cool little village. Like obviously lots of businesses from, you know, restaurants to, you know, a beauty salon to clothing shops, everything. And what we did for our staff this uh, this year for Christmas is we went around and we brought um vouchers gift vouchers at a whole bunch of shops and we had like a lucky dip and in the village they were all talking about it going wow that is such a cool idea and you know what I noticed Diane is Mm. any of that competitive sort of energy just melted because we included the local shops in our Christmas giving to our staff and quite a few of them were like oh my god we're going to do that next year that's brilliant I was like what if even that that sort of energy that was a contribution that you can't cognitize, but it's this, it's this energy that just keeps flowing and making life easier, making your business easier and making that flow easier because your business is a flow. It's not, yeah. you may be in bricks and mortar, but it's not really bricks and mortar. It's just right. what holds up, you know, it's, it's, yeah. there's so much possible. I mean, you can do budgets, you can do, you know, and I've done all of that because you've had to for banks or investors and all, and everything, but are they sure. true and real? Absolutely not. It's I, like, are they ever? Right. No, I know, but I, they're, they're more of a, it. <laughs> it's a dream, but everything you're talking about as well um, is so much easier. It, it feels yeah. to me, yes. it, 
so much easier than what we put ourselves through. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's like, well, okay. So the mantra of access consciousness too, which I love and is all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Mm. So, and I use it all the time because it's not like everything's going to show up, you know, rainbows and unicorns every day. It's like, no, sometimes there's some stuff you've got to deal with. That's a little bit, you know, throws you a curveball, as they say, but what if the good, the bad and the ugly could come to you with ease, joy and glory? Because it's like you, you, you don't shut it off. Like so many people shut off certain things because they're, I don't want to deal with it. Well, what if you had to deal with everything? And what if it could be easier by how you approached it? Ah, which is the key, right? Mm. It's all about yeah. how you approach. It's all about your mindset, your perspective, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um looking to someone who's on the same page. <laughs> oh my God, I know. That's what I, I just love about this. Um, talk to me about relaxing into stress. What does that mean? Oh yeah. Okay. So relaxation is a, is a big one for me. Um, look, I I've mentioned Gary, the guy that I work with, and I can't tell you how many times Diane, when I would be like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he'd go, relax, relax. Like for years and years and years, I'm talking like, like 18 years. And then one day I was standing in my kitchen with somebody that I work with and she looked at me and she went, what is relaxation for you? And I looked at her and I went, I have no idea because I realized hmm. I, I didn't like, I mean, I could say, Oh, it's having a bath. It's getting a massage. It's, you know, I don't know, having a glass of wine at the end of the day. And I could, I could say all these things, but I was like, what is it? Because relaxation is not something you turn on and off. Relaxation is something you can choose every moment of the day, no matter if you're in a business meeting or you're watching a movie or, you know, you're going for a hike or anything. So I made the demand of myself, which I quite often will do. It's like, I'm going to find out what relaxation is for me. So there was like three days in a row. I went for a walk. I live across the road from the beach and I was walking on the beach and, you know, running this process that, that we do in access and, and just asking about what, what it would be like for me to be total relaxation. And these are the two awarenesses that I had is one is time started to get eliminated. And I realized if when we relax, if time is not in that equation, there's not this sense of havoc or this sense of like everything's constricted. And I realized as you eliminate time, it's like there's more creative capacity and then judgment also ceased to exist. So I was like, yeah. oh, what if relaxation in every moment of every day is this no judgment? And it's like, and you're not me. Because how many times do people do that thing of like, oh, I don't have enough time. Or especially now before Christmas, you know, it's, oh, got to get it done before Christmas. Got to get yeah. it done before the end of the year. Got to get And it's like, do you? If you relaxed and went, okay, what is actually possible? You know, what's going to create something greater here? And if you have that relaxation, even walking into a meeting, like if you walk into a meeting and you, you tend to contract and you focus, right, is what a lot of people will choose. But if you walk in total relaxation, I mean, even look at the energy with it and practice, people are intrigued. What is this? This is a different energy because you are open to so many more possibilities from relaxation. Like if you look at with anything, with a sport, with cooking, um, sex, it's like, you know, if you have from relaxation, you're open to more possibilities. 
So what if we Wait, could- I'm gonna try it? that in my next board meeting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what, Diane, here's, here's the funny thing. People will go, did you get a new haircut? Something, because they can't <laughs> in it, but they, but they think they've got to define it. Well, they're definitely going to notice it with me. <laughs> more relaxed. But I get what you're saying. Like, I, I'm listening to this. I'm thinking, okay, I know there's certain environments I walk into. I am not relaxed. I'm not, I don't feel stressed. I don't feel like uptight. I just, I, I don't know what it is. I want to get on with it, I guess. I don't know. So I'm going to give you a tool because Great. most of the time, Diane, I'm going to say it's not yours. So, and this is a great tool is when, so when you have that, I'm not relaxed, ask, who does this belong to? Is this mine? And if it lightens up, it's not yours because we're so psychic. We will pick up on all of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of others and then buy it as ours. I mean, if you look at going shopping, you know, at the moment around Christmas time in a, in a mall, it's like, you should be able to have total relaxation, but people go into this like frenzy. And then you start going into a frenzy and it's like, hang on a second, is this mine? No. Okay, so if I was choosing to be me right now, what energy can I be? What space can I be? And choose the relaxation and see if something different shows up. So ask that question, who does this belong to? That's interesting. Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, a boardroom is a classic example. Like everyone has a life. And you're in a boardroom and all of a sudden it's like you have to have a persona and it's like, why? Why can't you just be you? Like we're people on the planet like looking to create something different. Why can't we be like, you know, like little kids when they run up to each other, they don't care how much money you have in your bank account, what your name is, what your religion is, what the color of your skin is. They're just like, do you want to play? Yeah. So to me, I'm like, what? What? Can we be that again? Can yeah. we be, do you want to play? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so with that. I, I agree. We, we um, I talk about it uh, a lot when I talk about like selling and leadership and, and not wanting to have certain conversations. Um, so sorry about the dog. Uh, that, that something happens to us between childhood and adulthood where yeah. we lose touch with that um, like just not caring, you, you know, just, just not even, it doesn't even register. If someone says, no, we just move on to the next thing. Yeah. Or, I, my, right? my sense, did we discover judgment? Like uh -huh. at what age did we discover judgment? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So Suddenly we're concerned. Judgment. Yeah. Yeah. We're concerned about what people think of us. Yeah. I mean, most people spend their entire life either trying to be like others or be liked. Give yeah. it up. Just be you. That's the most attractive thing in the world, being you. Yeah. yeah, right, right. That's what resonates with people. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Um, okay. I, 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 there's so many thoughts going on in my head right now, but uh, <laughs> feel oddly energized. Um, Good. I, I, there's one other thing that I'm really curious about, and that is um, how to empower people without micromanaging, because I think a lot of leaders struggle with 
micromanaging. And I always figured it was um, because they just don't trust that people are going to do what they need them to do. But I'm really curious about where you sit on this, what, what your thoughts are. So this is, I'm going to say this has been a journey for me um, because I'm, I can be really demanding and very bossy and I can, I can do control freak really well. Like I, I know that. And I think there's a place for it and then not. And so a key tool that I learned really early on <clears throat> with access consciousness is um, I was at this seminar with Gary Douglas and he said, how many of you have the point of view that nobody can do the business as well as you? And I was like, oh, of course, you know, put my hand yeah. up. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, well, who are you hiring then? And I was like, Wow. Mm. I have the point of view that no one can do the business as well as me. And remember I said before about your, your point of view is one of your greatest potencies, then that's what you'll create. So I was hiring great people, but they literally couldn't do the business as well as me. And then, so he flipped it and he said, what if you started hiring people who were better than you, who were greater mm. than you, greater yeah. at sales or greater at bookkeeping or whatever it is, like all these things. And it's that, that I, I think also, you know, steps into that vulnerability of going, oh, what if I did hire people that were better than me? Then am I willing to be useless? And that is something I've discovered over the years. And I love when I get to that stage of now I'm useless because everyone around me is just doing their stuff and they're never going to do it the way you do it. Right. So that's the first thing you've got to get over. No one is going to do it the way you're going to do it. But don't judge the way they're doing it. Ask them questions. Hey, how would you do this? What's your awareness of this? I will have a lot of meetings and I will like go around and there's an energy when, especially when someone's being really quiet and I'm like, Hey, what would you choose here? What's your awareness here? Do you have an awareness? Do you have a point of view? Because everybody has a point of view that contributes. And if you ask them questions and to me, that's called extrapolation. It's like if everyone's you know putting something in the pot and nothing's right or wrong, and then, okay, let's go from there. Let's create from that. And it's like, oh, bit of this, bit of that, bit of this, bit of that. And then choose from there. So for me, it's so much about empowering them. What would you choose here? And getting out of your own way. Like control freak does not do you justice. Like it's, it doesn't create anything greater when you're trying to control everyone around you. Empower them and ask, what empowerment can I be to this person today? And there's a big difference of empowering someone and then telling someone. And there's another example that <clears throat> one day I was making this choice for the business and it sort of backflipped in, in front of me. And I said to Gary later, I went, okay, you knew that was going to show up. Why didn't you tell me to do something different? <clears throat> and this is invaluable. He said, because you now have the awareness. If I had told you, that would have just been me telling you. He said, you now have the awareness. You will never lose that. And I think that is such a valuable tool for the people you're working with. Let them choose. If they stumble and fall, they stumble and fall, but you're there. You've got their back going, hey, it's okay. What else can we choose now? But they gain awareness. And for me, it's like, what if we empowered every single person we worked with every single day to be greater and to be more of them? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm this, um, it reminds me of, Early in my, you know, business career, when um, I used to work for this company, and we would say to people, the, they were responsible for their P and L, and and uh, 
we would say to them, if you want to um, grow with the company, you have to replace yourself with someone who's as good as you, if not better than you. Because it's yeah, the only brilliant. way you're getting out of this job, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just this is the truth. But it gave them that way of looking at, of really wanting to replace themselves with someone. So they weren't going to have to go back yeah. if that was really what they wanted to do. And they were in yeah. control of it. I mean, they got help and resources where they needed it, but they had control of the situation. But the way that they looked at who was going to, who they were going to train uh, was different than it would mm. have been if we had been like, listen, we need you over there. Just, you know, find someone. And No, I think know. that's a, that's a brilliant because you're empowering them to, to, to choose. And also, because I, like I said before, there's this fine line where people start to panic oh, if I hire people better than me, if I do that, then I'll lose. And it's like, no, you won't lose. You may become useless now, but then that opens up a whole door to something else. Right. Like there's always greater. And if we stop looking at, oh, if I lose, if I do the exit, it's like, no, there's greater. Okay, there's greater. Surround yourself by really capable people. Then what else is possible for you? Yeah. And, and, and I think it bears repeating that they're not going to do it exactly the same way you do it, but it doesn't mean they're not going to do it well or better, just different. Yeah. Yep. And different is okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sometimes mm -hmm. different is better. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, Simone. I love this conversation, obviously. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I so appreciate you spending this time with me. Will you tell the listeners how they can find you and you know what you've got going on, please? Yes. Um, I am pretty easy to find because so far I've never discovered anyone with my last name. So if you Google Simone Millises, which is M-I-L-A-S-A-S, -A -S, uh, that's my website, like simonemillises.com. Also accessconsciousness.com. I am featured on there that's my instagram everything um i have a podcast choice change and action podcast so there's lots but you'll find it all on my website excellent i'll make sure all of that is in the show notes thank you so much diane thank you for having me on it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you oh it's been a pleasure talking to you too thank you and listeners thank you you are who we're doing this for Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. out.